Welcome to the weekly podcast at Second Ponce de Leon Baptist Church. My name is Doc Hollingsworth. I'm senior pastor of this great congregation, and we're delighted that you've joined us. Our prayer for you is that as you listen to this message, you might feel closer to God and closer to God's hope for you. All right, I need help from the Bible school kids. Will you help me start the sermon? Life is wild. Thank you so much. We have had a wonderful week at Vacation Bible School talking about how life is wild, but God is good. They've been conditioned all week to respond to something like that. And we've studied this story of the Exodus as God led the Israelites out of bondage and slavery into the promised land, and God watched over them, protected them along the way. It has been a great week. But you know, I thought the things that we talked about this week, they're not just for children. Life is wild for all of us, and we all need to hear this message that God is good. And so, this morning, in just a few moments, let's try to listen to the words that the Apostle Paul wrote. For he knew that life was wild. He had had struggles in his own life. He had heard the roar And out of that, he wrote some amazing words that we read in Romans chapter 8, beginning with verse 28. We know that all things work together for good for those who love God and are called according to His purpose. And then down to verse 35. Who will separate us from the love of Christ? Will hardship or distress or persecution or famine or nakedness or peril or sword? As it is written, for your sake, we are being killed all day long. We are accounted as sheep to be slaughtered. No, in all these things, we are more than conquerors through Him who loved us. For I am convinced that neither death nor life Neither angels nor rulers, neither things present nor things to come, nor powers, nor height, nor depth, nor anything else in all creation will be able to separate us from the love of God in Christ Jesus our Lord. Life is wild. God is good. That's right. Now, the book of Romans is one of the deepest, perhaps hardest to understand in all the New Testament. There are some deep theological passages here when we get into Romans. But today I want to take what we have heard and offer just two simple statements. Simple for all of us, especially for the children. Simple, short something you can take with you. The first one is, God is for us. The second one is, God is with us. 
That's how we know that God is good. God is for us. And we begin reading verse 28 about how all things work together for good. Another translation says, in all things God works for good in everything. God is always working for good. And so the children, we learned about that slavery in Egypt and how God came and worked for good in the midst of that. We learned about the wilderness wanderings and how God worked for good, bringing manna and quail and water, all of those things. And in our own lives, when it is hard and life is difficult and it may be unfair or scary, or life may be changing or sad or good in everything. God is for us, always for us. And regardless of what might be happening in our lives, God is always working for this good to come in our lives. You've already heard about the day that Pastor Doc had a big bag of rocks. Remember that book bag of rocks? And we each took a rock and we learned how to take the sin of our own lives, the bad things, and leave our rocks at the cross. And then, that was the sad part because there was the the cross and Jesus died. But then, boys and girls, you remember we went in the other room and there was the empty tomb. And it was God's way of saying, even on the day when, when the world was at its worst and the Son of God was crucified on a cross, God brought about goodness with an empty tomb and with resurrection. God is for us. Simple message. And the other part is God is with us. God is with us. That's one way that we can know God is for us. So as the Israelites made their way out of Egypt into the wilderness wanderings. God was there with them, providing for them along the way. God is with us. The message of this Pentecost Sunday is the reminder when the Holy Spirit came upon that early church with a presence that was powerful and mighty and energized that church. It was God's way of saying, I'm not sending you off to be church without my help. And the help of the Spirit comes to live within us. God is always with us. Does God ever check out and leave and leave us alone? No. Who can separate us from the love of Christ, we read? And then we go through this long list. Can anything that sounds terrible separate us from the love of Christ? And the answer is... Nothing in all creation will be able to separate us from the love of Christ. Jesus said he would be with us always. And that's how we know God is good. Because regardless of the struggles we may face in life, regardless of the challenges that may make life difficult for us, God is for us. God is with us. That's pretty simple, isn't it? Book of Romans, deep theological book, but simply put, God is for us. 
and I'm working for good in all things. Verse 31 says, if God is for us, who can be against us? God is for us, working for good in everything, and God is with us, never leaving us alone. Who can separate us from the love of Christ? Nobody. So, have you experienced life to be wild? Our kids learned about it this week, but as I said, this is not just a lesson for children. It's a lesson for all of us. And do you have those days when life seems unfair or scary or sad or it seems to be changing too much around you? You can't hardly keep up with the change. Are there days when life is good or when life is bad? I hope we can hold on to this simple message that God is for us and God is with us. And because of that, We know that God is good. You know, the Apostle Paul was writing these words, and I imagine he preached those words at some point before he wrote them down, because that certainly will preach. But we might almost say to him, okay, those words sound good, Paul. They're encouraging. They're great. But what's your own personal experience? What's your testimony? How have you known this goodness of God in your own life? And I'm glad that Paul kept on writing. We can turn to 2 Corinthians chapter 12. Beginning in verse 7, he says, Therefore, to keep me from being too elated, a thorn was given me in the flesh, a messenger of Satan to torment me, to keep me from being too elated. Three times I appealed to the Lord about this, that it might leave me. But he said to me, my grace is sufficient for you, for power is made perfect in weakness. So I will boast all the more gladly of my weaknesses, so that the power of Christ may dwell in me. Therefore, I am content with Weaknesses, insults, hardships, persecutions, calamities for the sake of Christ. For whenever I am weak, then I am strong. That's Paul's testimony. He was saying life is wild. He knew the roar. And he had this thorn in the flesh, whatever it was, we don't really know. But it was a part of that wildness of life, that difficulty that wouldn't go away. And he prayed that it would, and it didn't. And God gave an answer. In the midst of the wildness of life, you're calling a thorn, Paul. I'm going to give you something better. Grace that is all sufficient. And he held on to that grace, and he gave thanks even for the hardships Because he knew that when life was difficult and hard, God was good. Do you know that? Have you experienced that? Do you celebrate that? Our children learned it this week. I hope that we can all know it. For life is wild. God is good. Thanks be to God. Would you pray with me about that?
loving God, we thank you that even though life may be difficult and hard, we thank you that you are for us always, always working for good, and you are with us, never leaving us. Nothing can separate us from you. That's simple enough for all of us to understand. So help us to get that message. And as we face whatever wildness of life comes this week, let us hold on to the goodness that you have which never leaves. We pray these things in the name of Jesus Christ. Amen. Our hymn of response is number 472. Turn your eyes upon Jesus. Look full in His wonderful face. It is as we turn our eyes upon Jesus and allow this goodness of God to fill our hearts that we are strengthened for the day. Is there a decision that you have to make? A decision to follow Jesus as your Lord and Savior and say, I want to trust in Him. I want to bring my rocks of sin and lay them before the cross. I want to experience forgiveness. Is there a decision about moving your membership into this church family? Being a place here where we all, of all ages, can be nurtured in faith. We're going to sing number 472. I invite you to stand, to sing, and to come. Would you do so? Thanks for joining us. If you live in the Atlanta area or visiting Atlanta, come and worship with us in person on Sundays at Second Ponstelian Baptist Church.